Yo. Hello. Hello. That was an interesting chord. I know it's kind of like it a was. jazzy. Yeah. I call them a train chord. Train. Like that. As they go. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, see, meant, we're not doing that this week. I was not trying to use a double entendre there. Sure, you weren't. Entendre. <laughs> Your brain took that to that naughty, naughty, no, no, no. Yes. Je ne comprends pas. Yes. <laughs> so we're back. See, <laughs> we are back. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Tonight it was ninety-seven degrees today. It was. Was it? So it really was that hot? Yeah, for a and little it while. It felt great. It did. Yeah, I loved well, it. I prefer that. I'm sorry. I prefer that over negative 16 degrees. Yeah, me too. You know, I don't I like just, sleet, ice, true. snow, none of that. Even though I grew up in this area and, and we're used to it. <laughs> but I, I know like certain it. D.C. government buildings had to close down because the air condition went out. And oh, they wow. sent people home. It was hot. Yeah, I can't have As that. I don't like walking outside and then I feel like I got to like, take another shower right away because I was sweating already. I hate that. Well, the I also humidity hate, here is horrible. So the what? What's here? Humidity. Yeah. 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 I also hate being super, super hot and then going to a hyper air conditioned place and oh, feeling your clothes stick to you <laughs> right you know I, I hate that feeling too yeah, yeah. i don't like, like that either. that's not the good kind of wet <laughs> <laughs> yeah see i don't what? know if he can even get it away from it hasn't even been 60 seconds the since good the last kind of it's actually would... been a minute and 30 seconds we were doing the good the good kind of wet would be mm-hmm. in a swimming pool perhaps mm-hmm. or um uh. in a in a warm shower yeah um, trey songs i said dive in shower. i don't know uh, <laughs> <laughs> a Lord. cold shower, which apparently you guys need. <laughs> I don't know about no cold shower. No. <laughs> I hate everybody here right now. So okay. speaking of it being hot, yes. summer plans, summertime, Work. summer, summer, no. summertime. <laughs> Ooh, the summertime. Girls are knocking the Yeah. Um, I kind of want to, well. I know we'll be touring. Right, we'll be touring. We'll be coming to a town near you. Yes, we are. And actually, we'll be on tour on my birthday. So if you happen to be around, if you see us, wish me a happy birthday. Really? Is that really what we're doing? Bring me a gift, too, if you like. Take me out for a drink. I know, that's right. Yeah, our our breathing boot camp in, um, come on, cross promotion. Our breathing boot camp in, in New York. It's NYC. Our breathing boot camp in New York will be on the day of Michael's birthday. Yeah. But. So you'll see us there, all of us. It is a deductible B-Day get down. It is. It is. In the nighttime. In the nighttime. You know that nighttime is the right time to be. Anyways. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Sorry, it's late. I'm trying to think what else. I want to do some. I want to go somewhere else this summer too, though. What about gyms and summer bodies? Oh, yeah. I'm on it. I know you are. And I'm ready to unleash. I'm ready to unleash both. I'm looking and I'm (laughs) building. Obtaining one and and, obtaining one and getting one for yourself. And getting one, yeah. (laughs) See what I did there? Yes. I have been on it. I'm very excited. Obtain (laughs) someone's summer body. I am in I am in my balking phase. I haven't got to the cut phase yet, but when I get there, I'll be ready. Ready, ready, ready. I'm also gonna be in another opera this summer. Cool. What opera? Uh, Romeo and Juliet. Oh wow! Oh, oh. that's awesome. Parlez-vous français? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't français. speak no French. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak no French. I haven't taken French yet. Mm-hmm. No diction, nothing. Like we were talking about before, I love French opera because well, a lot of the chansons, it's not exactly French opera all the time, but a lot of the um, French art songs and stuff allow you to go 
most of the time, a lot of opera singing for guys is really oh, like very heavy. Yeah, but I like that. Um, Voimiks and mm. a lot of not even long. Like mm. I got to use my little, you know. Yeah. You know, mm. so they, they they didn't have a problem with guys kind of. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah right, kind right. of floating stuff so i saw it like that and um and even the german leader was nice too but it's just an ugly language sorry german people but it's like mm. i don't think it's ugly well you i just think mm. there's a lot going on there in the back <laughs> there of the throat. i'm like the tones are so nice oh. what he said <laughs> i missed it what he say Nothing. I'm going to rewind it. No, that's all right. I'm going to rewind it. I'm sure the listeners heard it. I was trying to have (laughs) a high class discussion Mm. on German Lieder and singing from the back of the throat. You're pronouncing with the back of the throat. Got it now. Got it now. Do you? Do you really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some of y'all on my Instagram (laughs) are so wrong. I put up a video about relaxing the throat, singing with a relaxed throat. Y'all nasty. (laughs) Nasty. You're like, oh, Eric, you going to relax my throat? Uh, <laughs> you know you know who you are and it wasn't just one person either it was kind of like y'all wrong mm, y'all don't know taking me stuff like to that, that level it's kind of funny though <laughs> but anyway <laughs> it's kind of funny moving on <laughs> <laughs> moving on so tonight we also want to talk about our passion living your passion living your passion, passion. you're not just listening to three songsters Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It's late. <laughs> it's all good. It's late. I but we're, it was we're all three. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just listening to three musicians, but three entrepreneurs. Yes, and we all do pretty damn well for ourselves. We do. And um, do. I know that uh, for me, I get a lot of questions about you know how did you get to this place? Mm-hmm. Um, what advice do you have for other young businessmen and women, and oh, even yes. old businessmen and women? Yes. Um, and before we yeah. jump into that, if you all want to know exactly what we do, let's kind of go around oh, the yeah. really fast. You can go ahead and I start. I better assume people know what I do. That's all <laughs> Ego. No. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. Um, my name is Eric, and I am a vocal coach. Yes. Thank you. You're Thank so you. <laughs> Admitting it is the first step. It is. Right. It is. That's yeah. true. My name is Mike. I am also a vocal coach Woo! slash videographer. Woo! And slash photographer in training. In training. I'm slow on that because I do video first, but uh, I'm starting to be trained in photography. But yes. And my name is Demarcus. Oh, wait. I'm so sorry. And audio engineering. Continue. My name is Demarcus. I am a, pro- a professional video gamer. Um, mm. I'm really not, y'all. I'm oh. just joking. Um, mm. No, I am actually a uh, videographer mm. and photographer. Yes. Well. Nice. Well, I didn't realize we were doing all kind of subclasses. And uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I said that because I'm the- a vocal coach and I'm an amateur uh, um, uh, uh, martial artist, no. and I also <laughs> weave a mean basket <laughs> and um of the highest quality. Yes, it's a cross stitching method. I've well, seen it. It's case, nice. I'm also a stop motion animator. And, yeah. and that's actually serious, yeah. Yeah, that is actually true. that is kind of true. And <laughs> the stuff is really good, you all. For you all who enjoy that, you need to check it out. Check it out. It's really good. Mm-hmm. So, so how did we get to this point? How did we become entrepreneurs? Where were we before that? Mm. I know where I was. I know where I was too. I was in an office in D.C. at a law firm. I was the head trainer of a, at an IT firm. Um, <laughs> 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 no, for real. For real. 
right. You're right. You're right. Here's the thing, though. I came out of boring everybody. But listen, but this is good. This is good. I came. I came out of school with an IT degree, and um, you know, I went into IT because I was told there was money, there was opportunity. Actually, I went into computer engineering first, and only lasted like one semester. Before Ain't that I got the biggest out of lie that they that they yeah, tell they you do. to trick you into a soul killing ass yeah, job? Exactly. Yes. Get you a get when, you a reliable. When I was <laughs> when I was in high school, my um guidance counselor said, "What do you like?" And I said, "I like computers." She said, "Okay, you should be a computer engineer. You like it, and you get lots of money." It was nothing like that. It wasn't glamorous for me. I know some of you out there who are computer engineers. You love your job. You have a passion for it. That's awesome. I did not. <laughs> who are you people? Come right. <laughs> exactly. So then I um I graduated with an IT degree and I landed a job in South Carolina right out of school, which was great. But then I moved back to Maryland and landed another job as their head trainer at a firm. And I had my own office. I had great benefits. I had a nice salary. I had um, great hours, everything. And I was there for three years before I had to resign my position from my position because it was starting to weigh on me getting up every morning, going to a place that I no longer had any desire to be there. It wasn't even the people. The people were great, most of them, and I enjoyed them. But it was the work, doing the work over and over again and just thinking that I could be somewhere else, giving my energy, giving my time to something that I really love. So I left. And that's where it started for me. I'll stop there. I have more to say, but I'll let y'all go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pretty similar for me. Um, before moving into videography and photography, I used to work for um, an auto insurance agency. Mm-hmm. I guess I can say the name. I don't know. Can you? Do Are you, you going to bash anything? them? Don't do you, bash do them. Do you have anything negative to say yeah. about them? I worked for an auto insurance <laughs> agency. <laughs> well, 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 well. well. And I will say that um, I, I worked there for about almost, six, it was almost six years, mm. um, so. which felt like forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's a long ass time. Though. Yeah, that is a long time. It is That's, a, like that's almost a decade. College. <laughs> yeah, it's a very long time. Because <laughs> yeah. before that, you know, I worked at a hotel and that was actually the people, of course, like yeah. you said, Michael, mm-hmm. you know, getting to know a lot of the people was great. And, yeah. you know, I'm still close with a lot of folks from the hotel and from the auto insurance agency. Right. Um, however, it was a soul sucking job. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all it was, mm-hmm. you know, day in, day out. You know, it, well, actually, I, I can say this. When I first started there, I was excited because there was a lot of money in it. You know, I, I worked in their sales department and it was easy. And, you know, coming home with like. You know, first starting out, coming mm-hmm. home with like checks for two and three thousand dollars just mm. for selling the insurance mm. was great. Yeah. And that was before before the actual paycheck. Mm. Um, and then from that point, I was like, OK, this is great. This is easy. I can do this. I would say maybe like eight months in, I was done. Like I was mm. <laughs> I was pretty much done. Yeah. So eight months into the job and I was there for six. Mm. My last year there, I worked in I.T. as well mm-hmm. um, as a systems technician. And great money there, but it was just it was just draining. Mm. It was draining. A continuing I theme, mm-hmm. as I blatantly interject, sorry, but okay. I can't turn back now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A continuing mm-hmm. theme that I'm here with both of y'all is that money good, like fulfillment mm-hmm. low. low, low, very, very low. low, yeah, very low. Yeah. And and not only that, it was also um, it was also physically uh, taxing. Mm-hmm. Not like the job was hard, mm-hmm. but just like on my. Well, I guess I could say mentally taxing. 
Um, but the mental stuff takes a physical toll. It does. It, it does. does. Yeah. It, it does. does. You know, and having to get up every morning, yeah, drive to a job that you don't want to be at, right? Um, oh gosh, that was a terrible grammar, but y'all forgive me. Um, y'all ain't y'all ain't special. There's there. Don't be judging. Don't we can't be, be all articulate me. all the time. Right. It's a little late, but no. <laughs> yeah, just just getting up and and having like even having to deal with traffic. There were many days where I would get up and go mm-hmm. and. I would be about 75% of the way to my job mm-hmm. and I had to turn around because yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to put uh, it hey, out there. I, had, hey. I literally had to turn around. I just, I could not physically make myself go anymore. Mm. And that's when I knew I was Damn. like, I have to leave this place. Take that unidentified insurance company. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it can really alter your personality. And not only that, like it was also causing like health issues. Yeah. And which I know you know about. Yeah. yeah I remember. Oh, well, I think both of y'all know about Well, I know surface stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I was like, okay. You know, I I actually just decided to to quit. Like mm-hmm. I, I I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, which they probably would have ended up letting me go anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, because I stopped <laughs> I stopped going. Right, but, right, right, right. <laughs> but I was like, no, no, no. Let me just you know, let me just do this the right way, and I'll just quit. You know, quit myself and leave on good terms. Mm-hmm. Um, I, before that, Michael and I were already working in um working doing videography work mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. Uh, which we started our mm-hmm. business b Without yeah, it's okay no hard feelings b- at all i don't really <laughs> I, b- I don't even care b- i don't b- even b- care bnb b- visual studios no, there's no e in the name <laughs> yeah it's fine but there's it's an fine. e and dim there's an e and dim at the sensor yes <laughs> so as we were saying bnb visual <laughs> studios <laughs> <laughs> and um we we started before i actually um quit that yeah. job at the no name insurance company right um and you know after the fact it we definitely did grow mm-hmm. um the business a lot more because we, we you know we made time for it right. at that point because working for that company there was no time to do anything else but work for yeah. the company and right. then go home go to sleep wake up and do it the next day i know y'all can relate to that yes. some of y'all a yeah. lot of y'all so yeah i mean it's just all about you know finding finding that moment where you where you just won't take it anymore like Mm -hmm. you i refuse to let the negative energy from this workplace yeah you know affect my life as much as it did anymore and move on to something that i love to do right yeah was yeah, that? I feel you. That's my that was my path. So. And I will yeah. say that I jest about their business together, but I use B and B videography. Anytime you see an A approach video, Visual Studios, B and B. But now I will say this: in his defense, in Eric's defense, we did start off as B and B videography. We just had a recent name change. It's just that I've been yes. there from the beginning. Yeah. So hallelujah. <laughs> but yes. But anytime you see a very high quality A approach video, chances are it's B and B. Visual Studio. How you yes. doing? Thank you. That has, <laughs> that has that has done the video. Yeah. So because you can tell when I've done it myself, it's like crappy sound, semi good video. But mm-hmm. when it's like, oh my god, like Eric, where'd you shoot this? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. then it's probably B and B. So um. Thank so of course, you. if you need a, you know, if you need a shoot, yeah, we do it all. Up, video. We, we do it all. Photos. <laughs> yes. Graduation Nobody pictures. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Weddings. Everything really. Where we need a camera at. Well, <laughs> There are some videos Does it like you? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are crazy. It's late, okay? It is late, y'all. We're starting later than usual. You want that ooh, I feel? Come to B&B Visual Studio. Oh, you must not remember that commercial. Never mind. Ooh, I feel. I don't know if I know that one. It's Mattress Giant. It was the South. Uh, Just like y'all have the Mattress Discounters. Exactly. Lay on it. 
I uh, leave it alone. The mattress discounter. Yes, I love yeah, that. that she was singing song. though. She was singing <laughs> she though. Was. She was doing some legit she Broadway. Was. She was. You couldn't tell her. <laughs> mattress discounters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I got this." Sing, lady. Some people in those commercials be singing so hard. They do sing do. so hard. Uh, oh my gosh. This only. <laughs> We're going to have to have a podcast about, about, about You can't be singing about vacuum cleaners and mattresses up that hard. All right. Nobody doesn't like you. All right. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> singing about fried chicken. Every, All right. I just, anyway, oh, gosh. but we digress. Yes. So um, <laughs> I have questions for both of y'all. I've never had like a conventional job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? No, what? <laughs> Oh, was that you were trying to be smart? <laughs> Wait. No, he wasn't. No, I oh. wasn't. I thought when I first heard your tone, I thought you were trying. Oh no, to, no, no! I was serious. Like, mm-hmm. no. no, I was serious. <laughs> and I feel really blessed in that way. Um, and it's yeah. not because I came out the gate like blowing up, but yeah. Um, I'm gonna cut out so many details out of this, but basically, I grew up with two college-educated parents who did everything the right way, mm. and we grew up in a gated, affluent community, and um. I hope my dad is not mad at me for saying this, but I consider myself um, really good at reading people. By now, if you've heard the podcast, you know, I I see people clearly Mm -hmm. and I can see that my dad was really stressed a lot. And, you know, he had this job that we he made really good money. We had a very nice house. I I wanted for nothing as far as like material possessions, you Mm know, Um, and it was just eating him up. Like I'd imagine that if he were here to hear Mm -hmm. you guys stories, he would relate. But he stuck with it for years and years and years. Because um, he felt like he had to support his family mm. and he had to give a certain kind of things. But his real calling was ministry. Right. And instead of going to that full force, I feel like these are my words, not his. And I really hope he's not insulted by me saying this. But I feel like from observing him, I realized that my dad had a true gifting and he didn't have enough faith in that gift to go wholeheartedly into it. Mm-hmm. And also, in his defense, he did have responsibilities that I did not have, a wife and kids and stuff like that. And I know he felt he felt and i'm just putting this on him because we me and marcus if you know us me and marcus mm-hmm. also know mm-hmm. we don't need much to be happy to be happy right. we're, we're, we're very simple guys but my dad felt like he wanted to give his wife and his kids a certain lifestyle so he stayed with these jobs and he owned properties and all the stuff that was stressing him out he's a great a very successful businessman in terms of making money but he was not happy mm-hmm. it wasn't fulfilling him because mm-hmm. what he really wanted to do he couldn't really give his all to. Right, right, right. And when it came time for me to go to college, like I remember I had a talk with my dad and I was like, and he was like, yeah, you know, you can major in something, you know, more practical and do music or art on the side, like mm-hmm. me. And, uh, it, and it, it was like a punch to the face or a slap to the face. Like, you know what? And my, my dad was sincere. He wasn't trying to play me or anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hell no, I can't be like, right. like you. That's what I thought. I didn't say it. Yeah. But I was like, I can't live. And I, and I was surrounded by people who made a lot of money. And I, and I saw them. I saw how unhappy they were. I yeah, felt it. Yeah. And I was like, that cannot be my life. I don't want, want that to be my life. And what's so crazy is when Katrina happened, for reasons I will gloss over, <laughs> mm-hmm. at one point, I was practically homeless. I had to literally beg for a place to stay because I couldn't afford it. And despite all that, and I had offers for more conventional jobs or to go back to school to get gr- more graduate degrees. I have a degree, but to get more graduate degrees and have it all paid for. And I was like, you know what? I can't be a cog in the machine. Mm-hmm. And and I saw I saw my friends with like doctors and masters mm-hmm. struggling, right. either doing work yeah. that was not e- either, either struggling to find a job in their intended vocation or not doing it at all. Mm-hmm. And so like doing something like people with like a master's degree in voice 
being like a secretary at a hospital. Mm -hmm. And not that there's anything wrong with being a secretary at a hospital, but when you've dedicated years of your life Mm -hmm. to develop an incredible opera instrument, you Mm -hmm. know, and now you would, you know, I I didn't want that. And to kind of veer into the next part, I will say that um, despite everybody telling me to be real, Mm -hmm. I decided to follow what I wanted to do. Right. And I have never looked back since. And um, and so I've been doing voice stuff and they approach stuff um in various incarnations since, since the beginning mm-hmm. and um yeah and I, i've never i've never quit to take on like a regular you know whatever i've been an independent contractor i guess at a couple times mm-hmm. like um for different organizations and stuff that, right. that i've let you know taught the air approach at different places but i've always owned my stuff and right. whenever even during the, the roughest times when i would hear certain people talk about their jobs i was like hmm I don't feel that. Like I work yeah. and I be tired sometimes, but I love what I do. Right. And y'all know, especially Michael knows, mm-hmm. I am obsessed with what I do. Mm-hmm. I will call Michael up just to tell him about technical discoveries. And right. I just had a talk with Dr. Jeannie Levitri and she revealed that the rib cage is actually a part of the, you know, right. and it's mm-hmm. that I'm that passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what I'll say is, is this, I think that it takes a lot of bravery to be like, you know what? I'm not going to follow the hoi polo and the masses. I'm going to do what I really want to do. And I want to kind of pose a question to y'all. Like, what what was the breaking point where you were like, you kind of touched on it, mm-hmm. but a lot of people feel that way. So mm-hmm. what was the point where, because a lot of people, a lot of people accept that you hate your job, you hate your boss. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you hated your bosses, mm-hmm. but I'm saying like right. a lot of people like, you know, it's the American way. You go to a job you hate, you hate your boss, you have a degree, you get another degree maybe, continue to do work that doesn't really satisfy you, mm-hmm. but you make money. On the weekend, you get a brief reprieve and then back to the rat race mm-hmm. again yeah. until you retire. So what made you decide that wasn't good enough? I think I think the, the one thing that really bothered me is, um, you know, thinking about the fact that you have one you have one life to live. Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. Yeah, that's so true. And if I'm going to. If I'm gonna spend the rest of my life doing something that I absolutely hate, what is that? What the hell is the point of me being what here? Is, what is, what the, is the point of me being here? Mm. I, I just is my living like, in not, vain. That, exactly, like that does no. not that does not sit well with of me. Of course not. No, I'm playing good. <laughs> doesn't like, you know, there's a there's a meme. I'm gonna have to go find it, but it it, it says something like. Um, you know, you work, you go, you wake up, you go to a job, you drive in a car, you drive a car in traffic to go to a job that you absolutely hate mm-hmm. so that you can afford the house that you leave. I know what you're yeah. yeah, I know you're talking about like that. that yeah. whole progression. And I was like, damn, like that is so true. And honestly, that joke, yeah. just hearing that makes me want to cry. Like, it somebody. is. Cause it's that like, is not life. That's mm-hmm. not living. You, you, you're just putting all your time and effort into this place that you, mm-hmm. you and I hear this every day, you know, the, the small things like um people who put up memes about mondays oh my god monday's coming again right that that to me says that there's something about your life that is not where you want it to be so why not you know push yourself to go out and just and just Mm -hmm. as i interject again just so if you're listening we will give advice on um what you can do yeah to to get out of this so it's not just going to be us um an expository kind of thing we're just talking but we're just kind of setting up setting up the foundation because i know that I don't know about you guys, but many mm-hmm. people have inboxed me like, man, I'm a doctor. I'm a technician of some ever sort. I'm this, I'm that. And I am not happy. Right. What advice would you have to give me? Because people are like, I can see you're doing your thing and it's working for you. Like, what am I missing? Right. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give me? What pit- common pitfalls 
do you do you see that you might have to steer around yeah and so um but first why were you fed? no yeah um <clears throat> i think the breaking point for me was very similar to you in a sense of i started to analyze my life and i was like how long am i going to be in this cycle you know how long am i going to get up be rushing to work <laughs> you know <laughs> late <laughs> right every day trying to be on time <laughs> and then doing a job that that I just do not enjoy, you know, yeah. and, um, and, and working in a law firm <laughs> that has its own particular challenges um, <laughs> because not everyone, you know, some lawyers, you know, they can be on edge. And I'm um, very demanding. And if you're in the IT department, a rude. yeah, yes, actually, no, just put it out there. Yes, very rude, very rude. Even on my uh, first absolutely. day, mm-hmm. even on my first day, I, I had a lawyer, and he was extremely rude. And um, and they don't always respect the IT department because they feel that you need to be at their mercy all the time. And um, it was just a mess. But anyways, but my turning point, in addition to not <laughs> no wanting to, right, right, exactly. Right. Some of y'all, y'all were great. But I've been in a relationship it, with a lawyer for three and a half years, so I, yeah, I, exactly, I, right. I understand. But, <laughs> but in, addition, <laughs> in addition to not wanting to be in that cycle for that long, there also became a time, there also came a time where I really believed that I could make it in my passion. You know, I knew it was going to be a a, a, a journey, yeah. but I was like, I think I can do it. And just FYI. Preach on it. This is step one. Yeah, yes. I really Mark believe. your notes in Oprah's life class. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like, right. I, knew, I knew it was going to be scary, and I knew I was going to need a support base. Yeah. And, by, and I know I'm kind of jumping ahead. No, but, it's um, fine. It's a natural flow. Yeah, I know I was going to need a support base. And I actually did not start in videography. I started in vocal coaching, you know. Mm-hmm. And so since I was connected to the A approach, I knew that I wasn't alone in this journey. You know right. what I mean? But, um, but I just had to take that step. And yeah, so before going I, to the and next I think part. if you if you were to yeah. jot some stuff down, step one, make a decision. Yes, and make a decision. Decide that you want something different for your for for your for the rest of your life. Yes, definitely make yeah. that decision. Your People present situation there. does not have to be a permanent one. It doesn't, and just know and, that. And it's and it is a it's a scary decision. It is. Scary. It is. It is because you have to think about the fact that most people do this because they feel like okay i have the stability you know i have the the constant paycheck is coming in and Mm -hmm. you know i'm paying my bills so that's you know that's enough that's good enough for me yeah but is it really like is it really good enough and also i'm gonna point this out too one thing i do want me to mention when all of the economic downfall stuff was happening in this country and and not that i'm rich don't come at me trying to sue me or whatever right right but air approach had one of its best years ever Mm -hmm. right because the thing that a lot of people don't get is that when you work for somebody else they can let you go whenever they want. They can. They can. And the, the yeah. way and the way my job works, yeah. having access to an international clientele base thanks to the internet. Yeah. When the rest of America, contrary to popular belief here, is not the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. So when America was having all these economic issues, mm-hmm. I was thriving financially right. because I had, I had access to any continent, any area that um has internet connection right, right. you know lessons, so people yeah. are buying the programs people are having skype yeah. lessons yep. in germany mm-hmm. in china in japan angola and like any place you can think of yeah um like random ass provinces and cities and whatever across the globe right and people didn't even um realize so mm-hmm. i think what I, the reason why i say that is because i think a lot of people think that you know if i leave security then to be emotionally fulfilled means that I have to be financially yeah. struggling and lacking. Mm-hmm. And as y'all know, again, not putting my business out there, I'm not rich, but I'm so very much so not poor. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. very financially healthy. Yeah. And I do exactly what I love, mm-hmm. and I'm in control of it. Like, you don't yeah. have to be 
poor. Right. And I think there's a transition. You don't have to be a starving artist, as they say. Exactly. Right. I know, and I hope Tina doesn't mind us throwing this out there, but I yeah. know when Michael and Tina started making the transition to work for A-Approach, we mm-hmm. had talks, mm-hmm. and I was like, look, y'all have some f- sexy jobs. Yeah. You don't want to jump head first without thinking, so you right. do have to have a plan. Yes. If you know... If you know what you, I know with Tina, we phased her out gradually, mm-hmm. right. you know, from her, the job that was paying her bills into this new life as a vocal coach with A Approach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with Michael, we had to go through stuff, you know. Yeah. Speaking of which, since we're going in that direction, yeah. um, and I don't mind being extremely transparent yeah, about my, say no, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, y'all going to get everything, but no, nah, no, nah, but the, the yeah, main things. Um, <laughs> so right 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 so when i was working for the law firm and i had my own job and all that i'm also had my own place you know i had a one-bedroom apartment it was spacious i loved it could do what i want all that kind of stuff but when i left my job i thought it was wise to move in with a family member and my sister thank you desiree um allowed me to move into her basement so that i could you know recoup some savings and start to save up yeah. so that's number, the one i think one of the big things that people think about what am i going to do about money you know because your business may not be booming right when you start exactly. right? and so yeah. i would first recommend that you save like don't quit tomorrow if you know you ain't save no money <laughs> like save yeah. up your money you know have an account a savings account um there's also the 401k if your job does that and um a, a quick note about that too I'll let DeMarcus kind of speak on that as well if you want to. Um, one thing I did do that I probably should not have is um, I kind of ran through my 401k or whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now I used it on good stuff, but I could have planned a little bit better. So if you have a job right now and you're thinking about leaving and you have a 401k, yes, that might be a lot of money, but please plan strategically don't just yes. start going and having parties and just going yeah and going on trips you like i got money you know you know really really come out like you have to start working hard and and use that money wisely and start you know? planning now because i think some people I'm yes not saying this is your case yeah some people wait until they're at that breaking point when exactly. they just can't do it anymore yeah and that's what makes you make the irrational decisions yes, don't be irrational don't about wait it. until like you're at the if you're already starting to feel that itch like mm. This is not for me. Yeah. Start planning now. Start then. Don't right. wait until. Don't be impulsive, please. Exactly. Yeah. Please yeah. don't be impulsive. Exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, for myself, and that was the same thing. Is, yeah. Uh, you know, making sure I was like, okay, they gonna give me this check. So <laughs> right. <laughs> what am I gonna do with it? <laughs> right. But I, one of the differences for myself is that I am also a student. Yeah. Which is like a damn job that you just don't get paid for. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, you have to pay to do the job. Yeah. You gotta, so. yeah. gotta pay to play. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't see him over here eating these damn dates. Dates. Eat them dates. It's my Iranian circus life. <laughs> but um yeah. but yeah, like and and being a a voice student um you actually have expenses. Yeah. As a voice student, you have yes, pianists. You do. To pay yeah. and you know venues and all these other things that that come with the territory mm-hmm. so um so yes planning wisely is a very smart idea even if you're not a student you know if you like eric said if you have that itch if you get that itch today or tomorrow and you're like oh my god i can't do this anymore right then you need to give yourself at least a good six months to try to figure out, yeah. okay, how can I transition? And out shit, of it could be a year, yeah. or a year, yeah. Because exactly. I, I, you know, I, I remember starting my plan, yeah, probably about a year right. before, um, before I actually left. And it, yeah, I'm so sorry. I, and I think it was yeah. actually a little over a year, but no, yeah. no. I was just gonna say, and for some of y'all listening, y'all might be like, I can't last another year. And I know that seems like a long time, but it really isn't. It's and not. and also, it's not where. And I don't know, I don't know what 
you know, how some of you are handling it right now. In addition to DeMarcus and I having the desk jobs, we were still working our passions on the side. I know yeah. we kind of talked about that earlier, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that to say that it doesn't mean that you can't be doing anything with your passion, but just make sure that you plan strategically and just don't be impulsive about just leaving and don't have any type of support base. <laughs> make sure like, when you make that jump from your conventional job, you've established a safety net that you can fall gently exactly. into. Exactly. Yeah. Some of y'all are jumping on rocks. You know, you're, you gotta, you gotta jump and on some... the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta jump, jump on, on secure clouds. ground. Yeah. You know what I they're mean? They're a bit softer. Actually, they're not. They're yeah, just then, water vapor. That's true. And speaking <laughs> of support... You in school. Speaking, <laughs> right. speaking of support base, when I mentioned support base, I meant, you know, as far as like my sister allowing me to stay in her basement or close friends like Demarcus and Eric and others, Tina B, who were supporting me emotionally, mentally, and all that kind of stuff. I know all about that. Trust but, me when I tell you. Yes, but then on the flip side, you will more than likely have people who do not support your vision. I know <sighs> I know. I had people, I'll leave it at that, I had some people who were like, you're going to leave that security to be a musician, a vocal coach, a videographer. People you're, want to keep you in the same prison exactly. that they themselves that are in. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to be courageous. Come on, come on, come on. (laughs) Tell it. All right. Take a deep breath. Here we go, y'all. The number one thing holding a lot of you back. Yeah. And I'll be so real with you. Because so many of you come to me seeking my help. Mm -hmm. And if you're listening now, you might be one of those people that has inboxed me on Facebook or on Instagram. So many of you, your biggest problem Mm -hmm. is simply that you care way too much about what other people think. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. You care, and the people like I don't care. I don't do me. No, you care a lot. If you didn't, right. then you'd be doing what you want to do right now. Right. A lot of times, people are you're afraid of people. You're not afraid of failure. You're afraid of people seeing you fail. Mm-hmm. And I know that for me, everything I'm doing now is exactly what people told me I couldn't do. Right. And once they saw me in pictures with Jennifer Hudson or working with Brian Terrell Clark or with David Corey or whatever, they're like, oh, I always knew. People get amnesia once you quote-unquote make, make it. it. Yeah. Or when they needed money from me. Oh, Eric, you know, I always had known that you was real talented and skilled and whatnot. As soon as people need something from you, as soon as you're doing quote-unquote big things that they can see publicly, right. they forget that they ever doubted you. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the beginning, mm-hmm. and I know Michael especially knows this, because mm-hmm. there was one point, I was met and marcus arsenal if he's listening you know leave a comment i was faced with so much negativity yeah and family and family and friends are the worst yeah. because they feel like they know you and they put you in a box yes. in their minds and you may not <laughs> some of you who know me from youtube may not may find this hard to believe but i was known as being a very painfully shy soft-spoken person who wouldn't really speak my mind mm-hmm. and so a lot of people were like well eric you can't be a businessman right a businessman like you have the maybe the 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 mathematical intelligence or whatever mm-hmm. but right. you can't assert yourself and lead right. and grow a business and the thing is because a lot of people are so short-sighted that they saw the person that i was was a person i would be forever right and i knew better i knew that there were things i could do to grow i knew i had to to make some adjustments mm-hmm. and now i have what five coaches working under me mm-hmm. we're training people internationally right. we have an online school of over six thousand students mm-hmm. you know we do tours everywhere mm-hmm. you know and there are coaches who work for me who work for me full time. Right. You know, yeah. and they make mm-hmm. their living off of what we do. Mm-hmm. And everything that we work with celebrities, we just had a meeting today with this manager is about to send me some gospel artists. I'm not going to name names right now. I don't wanna, but, yeah. um, <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, my point in saying this is that everything I'm doing now is exactly what people told me I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yep. Everything. Everything. And so you you have to accept the fact that for a time, even getting the record deal, and in case you don't know, I was I was offered a major re- label record deal. I turned it down for my own personal spiritual reasons, if you will. And you can actually watch that video on yes. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can watch it on the Check Them Out channel. Check my channel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do a comical, but but honest <laughs> dramatic yeah. reenactment of mm-hmm. of my experience but um and, and actually michael and demarcus are really good in there actually Thank they're, 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 they're <laughs> excellent <laughs> but <laughs> you have to roll it uh, but um i forgot about that booty bounce yeah booty bounce bounce but um yes but even that people like you can't do it there's gonna be a time when you decide to follow your passion You'll be amazed at how I saw a meme on Instagram that said, "You want to find out who your real friends are? Start your own business and watch who supports you." Yeah, and that's so freaking true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you when you decide to to start living your passion, mm-hmm. there you will find out who your real friends are real fast, even before you start your business in actuality. Exactly. Right. Because there, some people will rewire for you so hard to be so happy for you, and other people will get angry. And mm-hmm. I know that seems like a strong reaction, mm-hmm. but a lot of people get angry when they see you starting to free yourself, right. and you can't take that upon it's it's this who do you think you right. are mm-hmm. mentality yeah. like michael who do you mm-hmm. why you everybody wants to sing everybody wants to do photography everybody wants to do videography everybody wants to do this why you what makes you think you get to be the special one to make it happen right and that's what they don't get and they they don't realize that they're angry at you mm-hmm. because they they feel in prison mm-hmm. they feel that they can't get out mm-hmm. yeah that is true yeah you've got to push beyond that you got to push mm-hmm. you got to push <laughs> you got to push yeah, yeah, yeah. Gina was pushing that thing. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but there was yeah. something I was about to say, and I just totally forgot. I was pushing too much, but um, <laughs> no, but you got to push. You got to push, though. Got to you have got to push. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what we were talking about. Yeah. Well, with support. If, well, I'll say this too, and maybe this will jog. You don't share your dreams with everybody. Yeah, some that's people. True. I know you got some Ooh, people you think you're close too, with. Yeah. Some people. There were certain things I'd be working on, and I had to learn real quick. Certain things I couldn't tell right. so and so, right? Because they would true. try to shoot me down or tell me to be realistic, quote unquote, right. which is just code for being pessimistic, yeah. right? Because in reality, people do fantastic, amazing things every day. Yep. Mm-hmm. But usually, when people say be realistic. What they really mean is be pessimistic right. and to expect and to think the worst. Exactly. And they are not the same. That right. is, they're not the same. Another thing I was thinking about too, let's say that some of you are listening, like I'm there. I don't, I, you know, I'm not bogged down by what other people say. I feel free. I'm not telling everyone all my business. I have my ideas. I'm ready to push forward. Good. Now, another thing you need to work on also, all of us, um, be prepared to work. I know that Dear some God. people um, assume that you got your own business. And yes, you're your own Me. boss and you have freedom. You can do this and do that. But remember, if you're not working, you're not getting paid. And oh as some people think that those who are self-employed, like we don't work. We don't have real jobs. Oh, my God. I cannot stand that. That Speak gets on, on my it. nerves. Speak. You have to work. You're going to have long nights. You're going to have early mornings. But since it is your passion, that's going to help to drive you. But do not think that being self-employed means you can be lazy. You can procrastinate you continually. Can. Well, you poor. can, you can, you gonna be, be poor. But if you, you allow that, you to, to. if you allow that to lead your business, your business will lead right into and the some ground. Some of you DC you government folk yeah. who are around this area, you're used to being able to pass the buck to people when you work for yourself. And I know Michael knows yes. this. Yes, <laughs> there are exactly. so many things I used to complain about when Michael was, when Michael started working for himself. I'm like, mm, now you see, you see, <laughs> right? Now you yeah, see. you learn. Uh, not that he was ever negative towards uh, yeah, me, but yeah, but, I, was, but, yeah. but but I think. You have nobody to pass the buck to. You have no one. It yeah. is all on you. And I know yeah. you could you could relate to this. The first time when things started going well with A Approach, yeah. 
I finally, after working my ass off, I finally took my first vacation. I took a week off. Mm-hmm. And I still had money left. And I realized, oh, my God, I'm the boss. Like, I could take a week off. Yeah. And, and wow, things are good. <laughs> this is before stuff took off on YouTube, by the yeah. way. And so, and I was like, I could take another week off. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just canceled a few clients foolishly and inconsiderately. Mm-hmm. I canceled a few clients last minute. I took another week off. And... People didn't come back yeah. the following week. Yeah. And I had to scramble yeah. to get stuff back in order. Right. And people were like, you can't just cancel. I have a life and you're being reckless. And I was just, I just, I got caught up in the freedom and the power. Yeah. You can't You can't. That. And, I, and yeah. that makes me think of something else too, that you're going to have to develop skills that you may not have at the current time. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. You're going to have to be personable. You're going to have to be timely with your um the way you manage your affairs so be ready to grow and stretch your personality and yes. your skill set to yep. remain successful you have to make use of all the things you have even yes. there's no more oh that's not my job i had so many people, oh my god everything is your job yeah the thing everything I, right especially when i first started hiring people to work for airports they're like that's yeah. not my job that's not my job let you realize that my the first airports website i made yeah all the first airports videos i did mm-hmm. when you if you were one of the people to get like in 2006 the original airport cd mm-hmm. i put that sticker on that shit my yeah, damn self exactly right? I printed you the have to go to the post office yeah. yeah you know i drew the illustrations yeah my damn self like yeah. you got to do i was the one going to if you had a package for me up until about 2010 mm-hmm. it was touched by eric arsenal right. <laughs> like it was it was mine it was in my house yeah i is my finger my dna is on junk like my fingerprints my right. skin samples i was doing that my sweat you know exactly it was it was all passion passion is great a lot of people have passion but you like need more song. than that <laughs> packages that saw me cds that saw me right right the passion is great but you have got to have the you know, hard work i think people the drive you need the drive i'm so glad you said that people yeah. romanticize the passion yes they do and i blame movies because in a movie this mm-hmm. is what y'all motherfuckers do y'all think <laughs> and i'm and this is it's so real because it's many, so real so many of y'all and i know michael y'all think y'all think y'all know but y'all don't know y'all romanticize what hard work feels like and looks like in a movie there's a montage just music and you're working so hard and the music is playing mm-hmm. and then you fall asleep at your desk and Hair then you wake shit. up mm-hmm. it's you know it's, it's a montage of scenes and when you wake up it's done in real life, progress is painstakingly yeah, and oftentimes slow. frustratingly slow. Yes. But that's why you, whenever you're choosing mm-hmm. to work, mm-hmm. it a damn well better be your passion. Because if it's not, you will quit. You will. You, you will. will quit. You will. If it's not your passion, you have to be willing to push through. Because mm-hmm. the honeymoon phase comes after. It does. <laughs> it does. It doesn't start. It <laughs> like, does not. It's it's the it's the hell. It kind of goes in reverse. You yeah. go through. You pay the dues, so to speak, yep. and you work your ass off, and then it's like, oh. no, definitely. You know, then it comes through yeah. on the other side. And I, I've definitely had my ups and downs. I told y'all when I first left my job and went to moving with my sister, you know, to save money. Yeah. Well, what I didn't say at the time I was saying that is that I was in and out of her house like three times mm-hmm. or whatnot. Like I moved in, make, got money, you know, with the business, moved mm-hmm. out. Had a, had a good year <laughs> i was like dad sis can i move back in she's like yeah come on back in she always brought me back in i love her for that but um so um, be prepared for the ups and downs of your yeah. business but it does even out and i'm there now you and know? you also might have to i know i grew up like i said in a very privileged background as far as socioeconomic status and when i started working for myself mm-hmm. i had to a lot of y'all i'm not gonna name her name but i know i know a girl who's trying to run home business and she was struggling and i and we were like well, I was like, you know, that car you have is so expensive. 
are you sure you need to be driving such an expensive car yeah. when you're trying to start your own business? Mm-mm, that's a gift to me. That's a treat to me. Mm-mm. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Without unequivocally, downright, if she's listening now, I'm sorry. That is stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. When I was starting my own business, everything I ate was from a can. Yeah. I had only the bare essentials of what I needed. Because we like, Eric, how'd you got so slim? It's called the I'm not eating anything but what I need to live diet. <laughs> right. Like, you do right. what you got to do. Some mm-hmm. of y'all sorry about clothes and and yeah. cars. I'm driving the same car I was driving them. I do. I could I could buy a whole lot of stuff right now that I don't buy. Yeah. Because for one, if I don't really care about it, I'm not depriving myself of anything. But if I get something because I want to get it, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But I ain't living for nobody else. Some of y'all way too, again, way too worried about what other people think. And also, even if it's just for you, some of you don't know patience. Yeah. Sometimes yes. you got to wait. Yeah. If your other job afforded you the chance to buy mm-hmm. a luxury top of the line car, that's wonderful. But if you're trying to start your own business mm-hmm. and you're not going to have that same kind of income coming in, you might want to consider trading down yeah, for yeah. a little while come yeah. on modesty it's, you know some <laughs> talking about i know we used to talk about going to whole foods mm, oh my god in the beginning maybe you can't get all your stuff i was at safeway <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need to get the little red light special on the kale yeah. and Hopefully maybe you don't need to be quite so you know there's organic cheaper brands and, yes. you know and maybe you don't mm-hmm. need and maybe your clothes don't have to be uh, Gavinci and this and that, or right? Whatever. I don't even know. I don't. I don't you know, even. I don't even you, live that life. I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> that. And speaking of which, also balance your checkbook. And yeah. I lit. What really helped me is I literally created a, a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet, and I I had to put down a column for all my bills, a column for all my income, debits, any type of debt I had, and I literally had to like take it down to the penny at times because yeah. I, I saw I was overspending and yeah. didn't really realize it. I was just swiping my cards. You know, I'm just eating That's out here, eating out there. Yes. You know what I mean? But you have really got to a look closely at your finances. You pull have out to. a certain amount of cash at the beginning of the month and give yourself an allowance. Yep. If yeah, somebody an allowance. Who, and stick to it. And stick to it. And if you spend before the month is through, is through oh well as long as you're not gonna die you know yeah. um excuse me a lot of people they just really they, they're not aware mm-hmm. of another thing is just to kind of reheart just keep just make sure your mind is right yeah before you decide to work for yourself i just think people people really don't get it it's a lot of work it's a lot the thing is i was to, and also you have to invest money into your business oh my god yes, yes you do <laughs> i just yes. thought about that yeah the yes. facebook ads that i put to take time when when b visual um studios does my does the high quality videos they love me and everything and i love them but it's not free that's right. their job i have to pay mm-hmm. and you get what you pay for and before and before yeah. b was even a thing i used to pay another guys to do my higher quality videos mm-hmm. my dvd videos when i still when i sold dvds mm-hmm. and so there's one point I brought a business manager on board to help streamline things. Yeah. I had to pay him thousands of dollars. And it's worth it if you make smart investments. Yeah. But that's another thing I'm going to tell you too, business owners. You, <laughs> not only is it wise to reinvest in your business, but you had damn well better reinvest in your business or else because Uncle Sam... Because when tax season comes <laughs> around... Listen, let me tell y'all something. They going to gouge your eyes they, out. They will. Because the first the first year that I was working for myself, y'all... They you see you. that, Now, let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you how good of a friend Eric is. He told me. He warned me well in advance. He said, listen, Michael, I know you're making no money now. And that wasn't shade at all. I wasn't making money when I first started. Not that much. And so he was like, you may not get hit, but when you start to make more money, they're going to tax you like a lot so just be ready for that and i was like okay yeah i got you mm-hmm, yeah <laughs> so <laughs> first year i didn't make a lot of money i don't even know if i really needed to file i'm not sure but i'm sure i did but it was you know not too bad the second year that i started to make much more money and i got that tax bill I almost wanted to cry mm-hmm. like i could not believe that this is reality because and it, let me explain to y'all it might seem clear but it may not because a lot of people if, they, if they've only ever worked right. for other people they don't even know what you're talking exactly. about exactly right? so basically if you are self-employed 
and you're getting paid, you know, checks or however you're getting paid, you're not being taxed. So let's say that you be me, B I can't talk. BNB videography does a video for you and it costs $500. And so you pay us $500. All of that money is ours. Now, if you're working for a corporation, that would be taxed. If you're working for the government, that would be taxed. So we wouldn't get $500. Let's say we get 400 or 300. Yeah. And so that at the end of the year, you know, you guys enjoy those tax refunds because that's money that was yours that you're getting back. Exactly. But for us being self-employed, we get all the money right away. So nothing is taxed. So by the time we get to the end of the year, you still owe Uncle Sam and he will come for his money. <laughs> all of it. One way or another. Exactly. Uncle Sam is a bully he and the letters are not cute. They're not cute. So to <laughs> They're off- not nice. They're not sweet. Exactly. Not sweet so to offset that you either need to pay quarterly taxes which i never do or as eric has mentioned we have all mentioned you need to invest in your business so by buying products that you need for your business right and write it all all off exactly i'm 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 gonna echo michael's story as he knows and i did try to warn him because i knew what was gonna happen Mm -hmm. i knew michael would be successful and Mm -hmm. i knew his that career path at least in the vocal coach part was mirroring my own in that in the beginning Mm -hmm. when i first started coaching i made such little money yeah that my dad referred me to his accountant and she basically laughed at me with love. I'm like, boo, you don't need to file. You made, you made like no money. Ain't nobody coming for you. Right. The following year, I made six figures. Mm-hmm. I went from making so little I didn't have to file to right. suddenly making six figures. Yeah. I had never had a conventional job where they took taxes out. Yeah. And I for damn sure had never made that much money in my own job. Right. I had never paid taxes before. I didn't yeah. even know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I had like a five-figure tax bill. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to fall into the center of the earth. Yes, like I to, yes. exactly. She, she was like, "Can you owe approximately like thirty-seven thousand dollars?" And I was like, "Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I." <laughs> you have to see her faces. Oh my god! Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like your voice just goes up. Yeah. I, I got really. I like all the. <laughs> this is why you so racist. All the cultural whiteness in me. I, I'm sorry. I beg your pardon. Right. I, <laughs> it almost sounded like you said I needed to pay $37,000. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. That can't possibly be right. But the thing is, you ever feel so afraid that you're in shock and you kind of shut down? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened to me before. I was like, yeah. Because the thing is, I was, as a vocal coach, my dad is a great businessman, but as a vocal coach, so many people in my life didn't feel the need to warn me about certain things because they didn't. Ex- they were like, I ain't going to be making no six figures. And I made some of my peak income around the time mm-hmm. when, um, when, the, when the economic stuff was going on here yeah. at, at, at its peak. And so, but I was thriving and I had to learn through, tri- <laughs> through, through a lot of error and through some trials and tribulations mm-hmm. how, to, how to do it. So I, whenever I would get somebody new on the team, mm-hmm. especially Michael, since we're, you know, we're like brothers, I would be like, man, I'm trying to warn you yep. when I it comes. It is get ready because it's a common it, and it but came. the things you could do is tax way. sheltered accounts yes you can invest your money a part of your money a part of your monthly portions into an account that will build interest it will grow yeah and that will um that is it's not taxable yeah. you can protect yourself that way or you can buy stuff that your business needs i don't yeah. mean spend with reckless abandon no, no 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 but if you're gonna get a camera get get the highest quality camera you can afford yeah mm-hmm. the whole point is the way the system is set up is that if you don't either invest your money into an account or back into your own business, the government will take it. Yep. Yeah. Especially if you're a young single person. Mm-hmm. It's a little different if you um have kids or a wife or a husband or something. Right. But if you're single, if you're living hey single, ooh, in a different kind of world, <laughs> <laughs> you better invest. 
invest your mm-hmm. coins. Yes. Yeah, you got you got to invest. You have to. You got to invest. You can't just the the system is not designed for like like Michael said. When mm-hmm. I first started making money, mm-hmm. I thought I was rich. No taxes are being pulled out when you None. work for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so when I would <laughs> when PayPal would be like when I would see you know and I charge as a base rate hundred an hour for clients and at one point. Um, now I have to do the online school and do right. all that stuff. But at one point, when I was the only vocal coach for A Approach, I was doing eight lessons a day, mm-hmm. even Saturdays and Sundays at right. one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that money was good. Yeah. And I was like, I'm rich. Right. And Uncle Sam was like, No, no you're, you're not. not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> no, I'm you're rich. not. You yeah. thought you was, <laughs> right. but you thought wrong. Don't you know no good? Don't, 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 no, no, don't you know no good? 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 But um, something else I was looking at. <laughs> I am so mad at us right now. I know, me too. <laughs> Y'all were way too ready and yes, way too into too it. Too ready. <laughs> <laughs> People gonna think we rehearsed that. I know, right? right? Another thing I was thinking to take it in a slightly different direction, Demarcus, you can probably speak on this from a recent um. A recent connection. Another thing to be ready to um, encounter as you're growing your business is networking. Yes. yes. That's oh, yeah. a big, big part. Yeah. And I know for B&B, that's been huge for yes. us. A lot of our businesses come from referrals. Yep. You know what I mean? Being able to network and meeting new people and growing the business that way. So that's another thing to think about. Be prepared to work with others. You know, it's not just about yourself. You're going to need other people. That's very true. You're going to need others. And a lot of times they're going to need you as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Kenneth Wiggins. Kenneth Right now he's he's setting up what's called Blackstock. Mm -hmm. Oh. um, Which is going to be an online... uh, stock for stock photography yeah. uh, website mm-hmm. f- focused on um, focused around black culture. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that all the pictures are going to depict black culture, but yeah, yeah, it is a, it's like um, a base core. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And right. you know, shout out to him because we've partnered up with him um, as a vendor on Blackstock, and that will hopefully boost our um, yeah. photography. Um, images well, that we offer yeah. mm-hmm. and hopefully boost you know boost the site because what he's doing is is awesome it's it, it is amazing, awesome so yeah and, and, and that's another thing that kind of gets me excited about being a business owner is meeting other business owners mm-hmm. you know and it's like okay you're doing your thing over here i'm doing mine over here and just working together and just being successful together yes. you know and being example that and, and for those who do have the conventional nine to five government type jobs, that's wonderful. My mom retired from the government and she made a lot of money and she yeah. loved it, you know. So for those who are doing it, awesome. But for those of us who have another path, we just want you to know that you can make it. You know, you can you can do it. Yeah, my, I, I just I want to be clear, too, that I, I don't believe at all that a conventional job is inherently a bad thing. Oh, no. Uh-uh. It's just that if you know yeah. that it's really in your heart to yeah. be doing something else right you know then, right. then you probably should yeah because you know? in our parents generation i mean to be honest to be real it, that wasn't taught it wasn't go after your dreams oh, in that no. way exactly. it, you better be secure you better yeah. take care of your family yep you know and it and made this sense is for that time. it did make absolutely. sense absolutely it did like uh, my parents grew up in a generation that my mom was the first one of, among the first blacks to be at the university she went to before, yeah. before she went to xavier mm-hmm. and they <laughs> there were people who had to walk into the school buildings with put military escort yeah because the people are so angry so they had to fight really hard yeah to go to college to get a chance at a regular quote-unquote job yeah and so it was cherished in a way that they kind of had a sense of duty about mm-hmm. you know becoming teachers and and accountants and mm-hmm. you know and again nothing wrong with that yeah but we have more 
today's world, especially with the internet. Oh my gosh, you yes. can really if, make it. <laughs> with yeah. the internet, like I remember, um, I used to teach at a boarding school for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I wasn't like a, officially on the staff. I was kind of it was kind of like an independent program thing they had where they were inviting artists to like kind of be artists in residence right. kind of thing. Yeah. And um, they offered me a lot of money to stay, and I turned them down because um, my first CD. Audio emotion was selling like crazy, mm-hmm. and they were like, and the, the thing is, and I gave CDs to all the students. Some of them mm-hmm. still have it. Shout out to if any of you listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's so crazy? I was in magazines and stuff like that, and people would be like, um, "But how are you? How'd you able? How are you able to quit? You ain't famous." And I'm like, "Not here, but in Germany, mm-hmm. my, you know, in Japan, I got a distribution deal. They're buying my stuff in bulk. Like I was getting paid. I want to remind you again, if you're selling something." You have the whole world at your fingertips now. Yeah. Think the internet has made the world a much smaller place. It has. And like I think my first magazine feature was like in Polish or something, mm-hmm. and then in German, and then in Japanese. And um, <laughs> I keep thinking about Raven Simone. I keep watching myself with continents and countries <laughs> right. in, my, in my mind. I know I did because I was thinking about something, but I was like, I don't want to make a slip up like that because people are gonna be. But um. <laughs> no, I'm seriously because it's easy to make a flub like that, yeah, <clears throat> but no, it was you. all over. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I had like people like Junior Marvin from Bob Marley and the Whalers want to record with me. Remember, that? Mm-hmm. I had a YouTube video yeah. of us doing stuff together at one point. Um, and it was because of this international kind of thing. And so, if you're like, if you're like a physical fitness type person, if you make something that you sell, if you're a consultant of some sort in the health field or something, mm-hmm. depending on how you like parlay that it can be an international thing america is not the be all and end all and and now i'm quite known in america in a way that i but that i wasn't years ago mm-hmm. and so it's, it's all good now but yeah there was a time when i wouldn't have sold out a workshop mm-hmm. in new york right and and during and in those times what kept food on my table mm-hmm. was japan you know right. or germany like yep. germany was showing me so much love you know mm-hmm. and um just random ass places that you wouldn't even think about right. like you know, like, oh, I'm sell- I'm sending three packages to Angola today. You know, like, right. and they're the ones, you know, when people over here were still sleeping. So um, just try to think. And even what I'm saying is not the be all and end all. Like, just any idea. I think some people feel like they have to have some ingenious mm-hmm. idea. Like, my, my friends from college who were um, got their degrees in music as well would ask me, like, Eric, what are you doing? When I would share stuff with them, it was like, oh, no, no, no. But, what, like, what's the secret? Like, how are you being so successful? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh. I'm telling you what I'm doing. It's like they wanted some kind of shortcut. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, yeah. no, you just have to work your ass off. And any idea is a good idea. Like when I first started selling the CDs with a little booklet that I did myself, people were like, oh, that's horrible. It's not going to. And this brings me to another point. Mm-hmm. Don't be paralyzed by the idea that it's not going to be perfect right off the bat. Right. right. Like the first, like looking back on the first A approach packages, mm-hmm. they were pretty janky. Like, like <laughs> I went to office depot and bought the little press on stickers. And I would right. print out the things myself and put them on the, the, the booklet that came with it. Wasn't the refined stuff that I would send out later on in my career. But in the beginning it was a little like high quality, little cardboard kind of paper, like the little, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? Like the, the thicker white paper. Oh, it's like, like a little, uh, like a little four ply yeah. paper, yeah, yeah. with a little staple at the top. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I did what I had to do with the limited means that I had. I was, I was very, I had to be very smart about how I spent my money. And was it the best that it could have been? No, but it was the best I could do at the time. Exactly. And from there, it was able to grow. But some people like they want to come out the gate, come out the gate at this with the top of the line stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like you got to work your way. 
You do. Oh, that yeah. that actually makes makes me think of something else. And um, Demarcus, you can t- attest to this, especially when we first started out. Because I wasn't sure how I felt about this. I did some research to see what other um, business owners were doing, particularly videographers. Mm. And um, it's the getting compensated aspect. And so now some people might agree with this, some might disagree. So it, it is what it is. From our experience, one thing that we encountered, I was like, I'm not trying to make a video for no one and not get paid. No, I want to get paid for everything that we do. But starting right. out, mm-hmm. starting out, there were some jobs that I had to humble myself and we did it pro bono. Speak you know. And the thing is, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, we had to, estab- <laughs> we had to establish mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? You know, people wanted to see our work, <laughs> right? People wanted to see our work and we needed to show them high quality. And sometimes starting out, it did benefit us in the long run to do something for free just to build up the clientele. Or nearly free. Or nearly free, cool right. Because yeah. And cool I think you probably know what I'm talking yeah. about too. Because mm-hmm. when I think back on it, I'm like, oh my God, like. We did all of that work, right? For that little bit amount, little bit amount of and money. That, and yeah, that's smart. But it, is, it was yeah. the smartest thing that you got to put your yeah. pride to the whole. Fucking you have size. to in the beginning. That, and the same for me. Yeah. There are clients that I took on. Mm-hmm. There are clients that I took on who are big now. Yeah, and, but they were not big at the time right. I started with them. And the thing is. I wasn't working with them kind of like, oh, well, I'm going to get mine in the end. It wasn't like that exactly, but I saw it as an investment. Yeah, where, an investment. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I see, like, this mm-hmm. is, there were certain people who I'm like, you know what? You can't afford to pay me, but you're about to be doing some stuff. And one day, right. I'm going to be able to say, I worked with you. Yeah. Right. You know? And so, I'll throw one name out. When I first started working with David Corey, he was locally known, mm-hmm. but he hadn't done the X Factor stuff and the FIFA Cup stuff. He hadn't right. done all that. That wasn't even, there was no knowledge that that would ever mm-hmm. even come. Right. Wasn't, yeah. a, wasn't a tattoo on his body at the time. Yeah. You know, like he was, but I was like, you know, this dude is, and he, he paid, but I didn't charge like the kind of race that I felt like I really should back yeah. in those days. Cause I yeah. knew that people wasn't, you know, everybody's trying to come up. And yeah. also, exactly. and also sometimes, sometimes it's about furthering the brand. Exactly. And sometimes yeah. you do. I remember when we did, um, the first New York workshop after not having been there in a long time, like mm-hmm. what a few months ago, Yeah, it was our first time <laughs> being back there in a while. And, I know people are like, well, what if it doesn't sell out and you're investing money? I was like, if it doesn't sell out, then we were in New York and we did something. Yeah. I was like, some like it's a risk I'm willing to take to yeah. further the brand. Mm-hmm. And thankfully for us, it it, is, it sold out in like less than two days. Yeah. But um, <laughs> hashtag bragging. But the point <laughs> is, but, but even if it didn't, I was willing to take that risk because sometimes you just have to further the brand. Yeah. You know, whatever your brand may be, and mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to be seen out there doing certain yeah, things you do right and you need to be seen documented so, yeah. some people are like well you, people use social media just to be seen yes you idiot if you're right. smart you will use social media to be seen right. right flaunt whatever the fuck you're doing yeah over and over again exactly. so that and sometimes you know <laughs> y'all both know sometimes i'll post up 15 times and on the 16th time people are like oh wait you're a vocal coach right right yes. yeah and at this point i feel like i'm i'm as known as a vocal coach could fucking be you know mm-hmm. as, within mm-hmm. the vocal coach world i'm like as known as a vocal coach could get right. but there are still people who have to keep mm-hmm. cramming it down people's throat and like oh you sing yeah you know? exactly. right yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know you have yeah. to keep we don't have as a small business owner most of us don't have the benefit of being plastered on tv constantly right like apple mm-hmm. or like justin bieber yeah. or like whatever so you have to use the internet to keep exactly you know, Keep them interested, right? You know, like give them a little sugar to help the medicine go down. Yeah. You know, a spoonful of sugar helps, helps the medicine go down. The medicine no, go sorry, down. Let's <laughs> <laughs> that medicine be going down. In the most delightful way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So. so, what I will say, I think we're kind of 
wind in it. I think it was like one more small thing I want to add, though, but I can't think of it. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, I, I think mean, we kind of. There's a lot in there. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, but re- quick recap. Don't be preoccupied with what people think of you. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to humble yourself Don't and live afraid. a little more like a hermit than you yeah, were before. Be a little, bit more, a little more like a little less like a prince and more like a pauper. And be you modest. Know, being modest. Just yeah. just be a more modest lifestyle until yeah. you can comfortably right. get back in. Anything that's a luxury item. You don't need it. Yeah. Yep. Hence the name luxury. So so, Balance your checkbook. Look at your yeah, finances. Be, be smart mm-hmm. and make a plan and Please make utilize a plan. the internet. Mm-hmm. If you're starting to, to make money, invest mm-hmm. the money either in your own business or in tax sheltered accounts. Yep. Yes. Do, of course, do, we can't give you all that information in one podcast, but right. do the research on that. Right. And um, network. And, network. and also yes. be ready to work, work, work. Yes. Yep. Work, 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 work. And networking is important. Um, don't share your dreams or your ideas with everybody. Be prepared for a time to be your biggest fan and maybe even your only fan yep. yeah. for a while. And just know that what I've learned from experience, in the end, when you mm-hmm. are doing your thing, mm-hmm. everybody who hated on you will suddenly be stricken with an inexplicable case of amnesia where they'll suddenly feel like they always believed in you. Yeah. And that's what always I was happens. so hard on you because I wanted to push you some more. <laughs> Bullshit! Nah, but right, yeah. You about to hit mm-hmm. right there. Right. I've had right. people tell me that kind of shit yeah. too. Yeah, I'm making you stronger. Right. If you don't get the yeah. fuck out of my face. <laughs> yeah, so. What did Esperanza Spalding say? It takes more than pressure to turn a It takes more diamond. than pressure to no, change rock to diamond. Turn a coal into diamond. Because all you got is sand yeah. left in your hands now. All you've got yeah. is sand slipping through your fingers. Said you needed something more from my love. Hold on Sorry you didn't let me down. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>